What's up, guys? You're tuning in to yet another Rebirth episode, and it is Tap and I here. We're going to be outright and just say, you know what? It is late at night right now, and we're just going to do what we think are the essentials for this week. Well, because we're already fucking three days late now, so... It's 3 o'clock in the morning where I'm at, 4 o'clock in the morning where you're at. So, yeah, we're just going to discuss what we enjoyed and and make this nice, short, and sweet. And then next week we'll be back on track with the full full podcast. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, next week we'll we'll blow our full load. But uh, today, I think we should start off with something not too crazy. Um... How about Teen Titans Rebirth? That was a new new title we've got going now. We actually had two Rebirth titles, which I feel like we've been not we've not been having a lot of new series starting up recently. But we had Teen Titans Rebirth, which was um pretty fun. It was just sort of like a a gathering of of sorts. Yeah, Teen Titans was... Uh, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, to be honest, because I've never been a fan of like the, the cartoon or anything. And so I was kind of curious what I thought, you know, how I thought this was going to go. And I'm actually impressed. It was a lot of fun. It was a really fun title. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I'm trying to find the little credits page here, but it's being a little too difficult for me. I think it's at the end. But, yeah, like I mentioned, it's sort of, um, we've got our team of Starfire, who is definitely not a teen anymore. No. Uh, I don't know, that's weird. Uh, we got our Hispanic, uh, Hispanic African-American Wally West, mm-hmm. um, as the other one is a Titan, and we've got, who else is there? Beast Boy. Beast Boy, that's right, I guess he was still a boy and not a teenager either. I mean, older than a teenager, which he's always been. Um... Raven as well, who also seems to have taken a step back in time. And, of course, I guess it's not really a spoiler. I it was mean, on the cover. It was on the cover, <laughs> yeah. Of course, we've got Damien Wayne, who's basically going around this entire issue and just sort of taking them all down and talk, saying how easy it was. Kind of being a, just being him, being the jerk he is. Yeah, they he's just like started just literally just kind of taking him out one by one almost batman style and then at the end he's basically just like well you know what it's been it's been out for a few days now if you haven't read this we're behind we're just gonna spoil some shit uh there's like this big red hulking beast behind him and he's like, you're probably wondering... Oh, keep in mind, they're all tied up, too. It's not like he just knocked them out yeah. and roofied them. Like, he knocked them out, roofied them, and then tied them up. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you're probably wondering why I brought you all together today. So I'm kind of wondering where Damien's going with this. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, so I found it. It's written by both Ben Percy and John Boy Myers. And the name John Boy, I was thinking about it, I think he did some spawn issues in the in the hundred section um and i really like the art there's some weird parts like the beast boy where it's sort of hyper cartoony but for the most part it was pretty uh i enjoyed it a lot anyway yeah no it was really spot on for the most part last page with uh the last page with damien just looks freaking awesome 
But yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it wasn't like a, it was a f- nice, fun issue. Agreed. I actually liked it a lot, and I was kind of skeptical, but I I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. Beast yeah. Boy cracked me up a few times. I like I like Beast Boy probably the most. I think it's just because he's I don't know his antics. What's his name? His name's uh, Gar. Yeah. Garfield. Yeah, that's it. Love that guy. But uh, speaking of cracking up, this isn't really a rebirth title. Oh. <laughs> you know, I know where you're. I know where you're going. Six <laughs> pack and dog welder. Oh yeah. Okay. Hard traveling heroes. This issue had me laughing so incredibly hard and i just kept laughing throughout the entire title because not only do you have six pack and dog welder who i became familiar with in the last series but you have my two favorite two of my favorite dc characters in the specter and constantine in it as well so for me this is just like a huge dose of awesomeness I'm sure one of your other yes, one of, makes a cameo. Yes, what my main favorite DC character, yeah. Mr. Batman, uh, makes a little panel cameo, and that was the one that probably had me laughing so hard. I almost woke my wife up, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this book is, if you're someone who takes your characters very seriously, or you have these this, like, you can't joke about my characters sort of attitude don't read this because I mean right from the start even I guess Constantine's fine because he's usually he usually says crazy stuff but Garth Ennis is just talking about how they they basically shat the bed with with Constantine because he's no longer like a vertigo title and he's lost all his integrity it's just really funny yes he's talking to he's just talking to dog welder it's like why would you even be saying this stuff to him? He's got like a space helmet on. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand that. I've, I'm like trying. Yeah, it looks like he was standing on Silver Surfer surfboard, yeah, so and weird. he's wearing an astronaut helmet. And I was like, "What is going on?" Like, it's just because in the end of the first issue, he was just standing in the alley smoking a cigar. So you thought, yeah. But yeah. now you see him like on Silver Surfer surfboard with an astronaut helmet, and I'm like, and like, and not just any astronaut one that's like three times too big. Yeah. Uh, but then like a ray gun that says Hellblazer 44 (laughs) (laughs) but then you have the Spectre coming down and the Spectre is like basically in this entire issue all it is is Spectre looking for Bator and (laughs) everybody everybody wants to help out Bator so they all start like screaming no i'm bator and then like the next person stands up and they're like no i'm bator and so like this just goes on and on and on and you see batman drive by in the batmobile and he raises his hand in the air and he says i'm bator (laughs) like i just lost it i laughed so hard what I, what I found hilarious was when, when Spectre sort of like, I need to find this Bator, was king of hell, all this crazy stuff, and you just see Bator just has to say, I am Bator, <laughs> with like closing his mouth and like chokeholding. <laughs> it's like this need, I am, I am. 
Oh, it's hilarious. So yeah, that's a super, super funny title, folks. You need to go pick that one up. It's it's so tongue-in-cheek. It's awesome. There's there's also some, I guess you could sort of call it animal cruelty, but the animal's dead. That is Um, true. I didn't expect that to happen either. But yeah, I mean, it's really good. Oh, I'm so, going to look forward to this title. Yes, I almost want to go back and read the... Because the, it came out in New 52, wasn't it? Or, was that All-Star section? Is that what it was? Eight, yeah. I want to go back... Oh, yeah, 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 I remember now. Yeah, I want to go back and actually read that and see if it's as funny as this is. Yeah. Because this was... This is pretty freaking hysterical. Yeah. So... Well, okay, so jumping from Hellblazer, let's just jump right back into Hellblazer Rebirth then. Um, So Hellblazer Rebirth, uh, issue, what is this, two? Yeah, issue two on Hellblazer. I'm a big Hellblazer fan, and (laughs) this issue was just kind of meh for me. Not a lot, nothing really happened, basically. It's just a lot of... I don't know. You still got Swamp Thing in it. Swamp yeah. Thing still looking for, you know, his girl and John's helping him because he owes him and stuff. But it's just, I don't know. Nothing really happened. Yeah, it was okay. I thought the second half was pretty cool where he's sort of running away from these um, these two little goons or whatever. There's one really funny part. Maybe, I, I don't know if you picked up on it, but he's sort of running away from them, and he's like, and every breath I take, every yeah, move the I sting. Make, they yeah. were watching. <laughs> yes. There's a nice little sting reference in there that I, I did laugh pretty hard at that one. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I thought, I think the art keeps getting better as well. I don't know. No, I, is, yeah, yeah, I do like the art. And it's the same artist, too. More yeah. tat or whatever. I don't know what's happening, but he seems to be getting way better with each issue. So, so I'm really okay, that. was it just me or the two little goon guys that were following him? Did they remind you of the two little angels? Did you watch Preacher? Um, not all of it. Okay, but you've watched Preacher. You've read the book, obviously. Did yes. they not remind you of like the two little angels? The, the guys following him, they just kind of seemed like... Yeah, I can see it. That's who they kind of felt like. However, I will say the end of Hellblazer is pretty good, where Constantine falls down a black hole and you have no idea where the hell he's going. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk, because, like, Ch- Chaz, he's staying with him, and his wife left him. Yeah. The, because the Constantine's staying. And he's like, well, sorry, but I'm crashing anyway. Like, he doesn't treat Chaz real. However, I will say I do like that they're capturing the essence of Hellblazer of Constantine uh, yeah. being yeah. a being a prick because yeah. well he is. So I like that they're that they're really capturing that. It's just not a whole lot. I guess now that I'm looking back at, it, I think more happened than I initially thought, but it just wasn't like an issue that blew me away or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah. I think though that this could be one of those books where it's kind of a slow burn. It takes, yep. like, four issues to really get going, and then as soon as it lays all the groundwork, you're going to be, like, kind of like how we were with Batman. We're going to be like, oh, my God! Yeah. So that I have high hopes for this one. I really, really do. Yeah, this is a title I wish were bi-weekly as opposed to... Correct, because 
I tend to forget, and then I have to like go back and reread the previous issue um, because I kind of sort of forget. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, what do you want to talk about, sir? What book excited you this week? Let us, you know what? Since we're kind of breaking the mold here, we say this is a rebirth podcast, but well, screw it. Lately, Let's it's just becoming about... a DC podcast. Yeah, well, screw DC. Let's talk oh, about Vertigo. Vertigo. <laughs> we're just still really not screwing DC. But, no. Um, we had Frostbite number one drop. By by my by my boy, Joshua Williamson. You, you had a double Williamson in a week. I did, Flash and Frostbite. Um, so I was excited because it's a new creator-owned Joshua Williamson thing, and I love all of his creator-owned stuff. And when I initially read the premise of Frostbite, I was like, "Eh, sounds interesting. We'll see how it goes." Uh, you know trapped in the snow i don't know you know in the and the antarctic i was like i just don't know we'll see how it goes um but after reading it i actually liked it a lot he has has a way of capturing you i don't know what it is it had some interesting twists i was not expecting expecting and the the art by jason sean alexander is pretty solid yes very noir feeling to it yes but yeah basically like there's this the, the second ice age i guess but People get frostbite, which turns them into, like, an ice cube eventually, and I guess like, that's the gist of it. It doesn't, like, infect them any other way. They don't turn into typical zombies or anything. They just sort of turn into a uh, party-sized ice cube. Yeah, pretty much. And then they have, like, these, like, thermal packs. It's almost... It almost felt like some of these thermal packs were, they're, like, it's like currency. Right, yeah, that's what it does feel like. Um, I'm trying to... It's been a while since I read this. I'm trying to find the name of our... our I wouldn't really call her a heroine, but our you know our main character. Well, I'd call her kind of a heroine. Eh, she kind of does something a little on the line. Well, that's what I kind of like yeah, about his characters. Though. If you actually read a lot of his creator-owned stuff... Um, honestly, every I think every, every title that I can think of actually is creator-owned. The hero or the heroine walks a very fine line. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's a realistic line, too. I mean, putting yourself in the shoes of this person. Because, I mean, look at Ghosted. Look at yeah. Birthright with uh, Mikey. Look at, uh, you know, Ghosted, Birthright, uh, Nailbiter. I mean, yeah. they're all kind of... There, Williamson Williamson should write a Hellblazer at some point. Oh my God, that would be a dream come true for me. I would. Oh yeah, great. I think he's got the chops for it. I do too. That would be awesome. You need to go read his short miniseries Xenoholics. That one's it's like a comedy take. It's about yeah. like people like saying that they were kidnapped by aliens and but it's like comedy it's funny it's really it's only like four or five issues it's pretty it's the only thing i've read by him it's pretty damn funny but the weird okay so the one thing is there's got to be something about this frostbite thing though because as soon as people get it everybody freaks out yeah and they say run like yeah well if they just turn into an ice cube why are you running it's probably highly contagious is what i'd guess but you never know 
And then you have, like, the punk with the Liberty Spikes, and he's like, Smash the Ice Cube! He just breaks it. Or him, rather. Yeah, shatters him. Easy. But yeah, now, then you got our heroine and her partner. Uh, they they kind of become smugglers, I guess you could say. And they're gonna... You, you said it's gonna be a six-issue mini? Did, feels I, like it. did I? I don't know if this one is gonna be a mini. Oh, okay. This one might be ongoing. I don't know. I honestly... I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, but uh, we'll see where it goes. I thought it was a good start, for sure. A lot of stuff happens in that first issue. It's yeah. not boring at all. It keeps your attention. A lot, a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, interesting so, little world we got dropped into here. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, going on the polar opposite, and I know this is an imaged, well, a top cow title, but um, Eclipse. Have you read Eclipse yet? I have not. It's I will basically the polar opposite of frostbite oh right i I remember someone told me it's about um like you you pretty much die when you go out in the sun yes and so everybody has to like convert to like living at night they only can come out at night time and stuff and then like during the day they have to like board themselves up i mean much like vampires um i only the first issue is the only one that's out right now and i did read the first issue and it is good like really good um it kind of reminds me of Frostbite. It's just like the polar opposite. I don't know. It, look, it seems pretty dope. Uh, and we will be interviewing Mr. Zach Kaplan, the uh, the writer of this, uh, this coming week. So stay tuned to our normal Four Guys podcast for that coming out soon because he'll, he'll be on it. As will we. As will we, as always. Just to get you even more excited. Whoop, whoop. So... Okay, speaking of getting excited. Oh, wow. A book that I absolutely loved this week. Loved this week. Batman Beyond. Yeah, that was awesome. Holy crikey. I loved Batman Beyond. Just felt right. Ryan Ryan Sook's artwork is written by Dan Jurgens, who is just on a hot streak right now yes he is the artwork by ryan sook was just dope oh it's so good gorgeous work but yeah i mean this was like i don't know i'm just really happy this is a thing yes it was kind of an origin story yeah uh which is okay but because then the way that they did it it didn't feel stupid or boring or anything like it was just a really fun yeah it's definitely it's a one of the better rebirth issues just because it gives you it's like the green era one where it sort of tells you what's going on yes in the world but it also starts up a story arc at the same time um as opposed to some that were like one-offs that didn't really end up going anywhere but this really, like, I mean, there's so much packed into this issue. I, you find out there are these, like, this Joker gang that's just running, like, a so much of the city. You know, we see what's going on with Barbara Gordon. Or maybe it's, yeah, I'm assuming it's Barbara Gordon. And yeah, that's- some of it felt, uh, it almost felt very much like the animated series. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool, too, because I, I did enjoy the animated series. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I really... I'm so looking forward to seeing what happens with this. It's, I don't know, man. Dan Jurgens with his, like... He's getting... He's good with the cliffhangers, because this mm-hmm. is, like, hmm? insane. I definitely... I, I, I'm a little skeptical at the same time, but um, it's going to be a cool series, I think. Yeah, I... Uh, I think it's honestly probably going to be one of my. I think this is going to become one of my top five Reaper series, just based off that one uh, issue. I honestly feel like it'll be in my top five. Now, what is it with like in the in the future? People assuming things are going to have Z at the end of them, or like the, the Joker's. Jokers. Because that's how it, it just sounds cool that way. They used to be that used to be like a thing in the. Uh, Oh, was it in the nineties? You know, yeah. everything was like boys to men, and yeah, that's just a thing that people did. Yeah, it's. Um, I guess so. We got hard traveling heroes as well. So yep, it's coming back. It's coming back with a vengeance. Oh yeah! All right, so you want to talk about Monster uh, Night of the Monster Men? The Monster Men. Yeah, the Monster Men. It was a graveyard. What rhymes with men? Den. It was a graveyard den. The Monster Men. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. We just—if they ever make a little animated movie out of it, we just got the intro song for them. Yeah, there you go. Right. Um. So I will say, out of the issues that have come out for Monster Men so far up to this point um i did enjoy this one the most i have a good feeling about the next two as well yeah i just feel like uh wink wink uh, I, it was just gonna those first two issues are just gonna have to set all this up and then things will pick up i mean you know i think gotham girl was really her nightwing sort of brutal issue She's brutal. Oh yeah, she just completely tore this like weird egg this, spider egg sack thing apart. This issue was very graphic. Yes, it was. Very there graphic. There's a lot of intestines. It was like Ryan Otley. I know, right? It did consult. It did. <laughs> Listen, so if you're ripping an egg sack apart, I think you need this is how many lines of intestines you need. This book was brought to you by Ryan Otley. But um, we find out like about this little this, this venom that's sort of causing the, all these cr- transformations and stuff. And then we see what happens when it makes contact with our heroes. And oh boy, yeah, it's quite a splash page at the end. Well, let's just say it, they turn into monsters. Yeah, they do, and they look they look. Nightwing looks a bit weird. He's got this whole beak thing going, but... I like how Gotham Girl grew out all of her hair all of a sudden. She yeah, went from, like, yeah. Britney Spears bald to, like, long, flowing locks. She lost her boobs as well. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you become muscular. That is true. <laughs> that's just Babe, that's just good science there. All of the ladies out there listening to our, <laughs> to our <laughs> podcast... Oh, yeah, don't do that stuff, because... <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind, it is uh, it is 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning right now, it so is, keep uh, that in mind. mind. is in weird places, but 
I thought um, there's one part where I guess this little venom thing is spreading in the cave where Spoiler and um, Orphan are. I just, you know, I kind of get the idea of sort of burning out the entire thing. I don't know. It was, I just thought it was weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so this is what they're going to be doing. Everyone's out there fighting huge monsters, and I guess they're just going to light a bunch of fireworks, which I don't know what where they're pulling it out of, but uh, again, ladies, don't... Uh, don't be putting stuff where it don't belong. <laughs> I don't know where they they got all these. Like, there's like four dozen, like firecrackers. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think the next two issues will be very good, just based on a complete guess. But overall, I think you know whatever. That's what I think of this little crossover. It's not bad, but it's not. It's filler. Yeah, it's whatever, man. So, jumping from filler to flash, um, this was a fun issue. So, you find out that, um, is it August or Augustus? August, right? August. Yeah. yeah. You find out that August is, uh, well, Godspeed, and he's going around, but he still has like this, but I'm a good guy complex, even though he's killing people. Yeah. Like, I think he's just a little confused. I don't I think, think he's all there mentally. I think he's an image character stuck in a DC kind of world. Yeah, but he yeah, just... I, I, I mean, there's a difference between being like... Then again, Punisher's pretty brutal as well, but I feel like August is just being well, brutal he's... as opposed to just killing someone to make sure they don't harm anyone else. But he, yeah, because he's doing it to, like, steal their speed. Yeah, well, even, like, the, those black hole guys, there's a part where there's black hole guys holding a bunch of prisoners, and he's like, yeah, I could be, like, the Flash and just, like, poke this guy and sort of make him get knocked out, but I'm just gonna blow his freaking head off so he never comes back. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, oh, these two guys, Flash, you know, he, he punches guys, or he uses, you know, some kind of cool science thing but to incapacitate them, but no, I'm gonna fuse them with the wall instead. <laughs> this is a good guy thing to do. Yep. But that yeah, that I, was pretty cool looking, though, I'm not going to lie, when he did I, that. I really like the art in this book. Yes. It's just all, like, flashy and stuff. Um, but, yeah, we got a little Wally action as well. Little bit, little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... I, I really enjoyed this issue. There's uh, There's a panel here where... Uh, I like that the artist really draws like a lot of times superheroes they're wearing these really tight clothes but you you don't see that they're you know it's not realistic because you don't see them like again it is four in the morning here you don't see them like packing heat you know where where they should considering <laughs> their <laughs> what the but but he just draws it in here there's like <laughs> it looks like they're wearing they're either wearing cups or I don't know. He's just like, you know what? No one ever draws this stuff, but it's real. No one it's draws there. super junk. No one draws the junk in the trunk or in the fr- or in the in the in the front. But yeah, I did like the art a lot. So, in this one, Mina's still missing. Um, they're still searching for Mina. Straight up, say she's dead. I don't think she's dead. There's no body. I mean, come on. It's a comic book. One, that nobody's ever dead. Two, there was no body. She's just MIA. Or she was dead the whole time. 
and it's like oh and it's like the shining where he's imagining shit yeah no i don't think she's dead i think she's stuck in the speed force remember how everybody thought barry was and he's like in the speed force i'm thinking it's the exact same thing um but barry and wally learn that they can get people's speed from the speed force without killing them yeah so they're trying to get faster to keep up with uh god speed yeah i like um it's just it, it i i really like this issue a lot too because it's just it, it was so perfectly timed where Godspeed even comes in. He's like, "If you're willing to give the powers up, you don't deserve them." I thought that was cool. He's one of the he's one of the cooler uh, villains. Villains right now, speedster villains. Anyway, the one thing I will say though is he tries to tell Barry. He goes, "Why don't you just kill your villains? Like they keep yeah. coming back because you let them live. Like that's why they keep coming back to haunt you because." you're not they don't learn their lesson and you're not taking care of it so he literally at the end he tells barry i'm gonna run across the ocean to rikers island and i am going to kill every single villain in that prison including mr eobard thon yeah and flash is like don't do it and then i just love the part where he's like be right back in a minute buddy and yeah. <laughs> just takes off like how he says, buddy, it's really, um, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I'm looking forward to the next issue, as always. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, aside from that, it is getting late. It is. Um, you could just quickly say Deathstroke 3 was, um, another, I don't know, man. I just, maybe I gotta stop reading these things so late, but it's just freaking making my brain think a little too much yeah i'm with you on that um what was the other one that i wanted to comics was like basically superman and clark just like superman truth testing yeah basically he's just trying to figure out you know who is clark really and so far he's discovering that well he's really clark so he's trying to figure out how that's possible um it's some like weird orb of revelations or something wonder woman takes place in modern time yeah uh, liam sharp's art was awesome as always yeah i think that was the end of that it did feel like that was kind of the end of that run yeah she basically freed everyone of course she saved the day surprise uh, surprise come on now Nova, let's give the people a little bit of a teaser here. Um, and actually, you're, this would be including me in the teaser because we got next week's books already to read for our review. Oh, yeah. I have not had a chance to read. I've been at work all day, so I have not had a chance to read anything. You, on the other hand, were on a, stuck on an airplane, so you had an opportunity to read quite a bit while you were yeah. in the air. Um, so, that being said... What kind of non-spoiler teasers can you give us? Ooh. Just, just little tidbits, just little, just, a, just a hint. What can we look forward to for next week? Well, you could look forward to. There's like this really cool. I really didn't expect this. I didn't even know this was coming out. There's like a Dead Man miniseries. Yes, called, um, the Mansion of Forbidden Love, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, and it was something to look look up look forward to okay that's cool i like dead um, man 
there was initially it was just announced as like a, a Hawkman Adam Strange crossover, but now it's called Death of Hawkman. Oh, tight. it was tight. Um, we're looking forward to that one. Apollo Midnighter, number one. Yeah, who's writing that? Uh, Steve Orlando. That's what I was wondering. I was I was wondering if and he I, was going to come I back and write say, that. I know we're not allowed. We're not allowed to review. I'm not really reviewing, but I think um, uh, you know if you enjoyed his Midnighter, you're you're definitely going to enjoy this. Yeah. I mean, we've got more Monster Man. Got got Superman, which I won't again. Can't really review. Yeah, we can't say anything. I'm just what? Sh- okay, so if I'm going to go read something before bed right now, what should I go read? And uh, or what should these people go pick up first thing Wednesday morning? See, if you're a big horror supernatural guy, oh yes, right up your alley. It is perfect. Read. It's like fifty pages. Holy crap! Oh, I might yeah. save that one for tomorrow because it is pretty yeah. late. Um, Superman. If you're sort of big on your DC lore, especially like the other universes, like the multiverse, I kind of feel like you. I don't know. It's it, it's it's a definitely um, something to check out. Uh, but again, Night of the Monster Men. Um, you know, if you're enjoying that, for sure. And I mean, there's probably a lot more to read as well that i just haven't i know we've got aquaman cyborg green lantern stuff like that i'm sure green lanterns as always would be a safe bet for something to pick up i mean mm-hmm. if you guys have been reading it you know how good it is yes sir so on that note i think i'm gonna go read a comic or two before bed maybe justice league number six I don't know if I'm going to read that one tonight. I might save that one for last. We'll see. Right, well, <laughs> since um, we're we're drawing a fine line here, we're being Joshua Williamson characters right now with this uh, not a review, but at the same time, me giving a biased opinion <laughs> on what to, <laughs> on what to read next. Um, that's all we've got for this week, folks. Again, it is late, and we are late, so. No, we're going to bring it to you guys next week, Wednesday night, midnight release. Stay up if you want it, if you're not still watching Luke Cage by then. Oh, I've been watching Luke Cage. I'm on episode 7. Oh, me. What do they pay you for over there? They're paying <laughs> you to review and watch and review Luke Cage. That's good. I'm enjoying it. I need to... Um, that's, my, that's my deal tomorrow. It's my weekend. So yeah, I'm doing that. And then uh oh, um I will be doing a comic bento unboxing this upcoming week. I should be getting my comic bento box on Monday or maybe Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. And tune in. If you guys want to hear some real raunchy, humorous stuff, tune in to Fork Found Movie Reviews. It's me and two of my best friends of twenty plus years and we review older and more obscure movies. And I gotta say, I think it's it's raunchy, but I think it's fun. I'd say it's fun. I'm biased, but I think it's fun. Do you think your own podcast is fun? <laughs> I think it's funny as hell, but yeah, it is. I, I am a little biased, so... I have been enjoying it a lot whenever I listen to it. So yeah, go check us out on that as well. We appreciate it, yes. so... Um, until then, we'll, you guys will be hearing from us Saturday... Well, actually, you're probably going to hear this Saturday, and you're going to hear our regular podcast on Saturday. Two pods, double the pods for four guys in a comic. 
brain just exploded everywhere. Mind blown. And then we will see you all again on Wednesday when we do uh, the normal on-time afterbirth on rebirth. All right, I'm rambling. I'm going to go. Have a good night. Until then, the power is yours. You stay classy, guys. Internet.